Okay, well, welcome to study three in our study of Matthew chapter 13. Just remember to pray first in your group and to not miss out on that opportunity. The first question, how impressive do you think Christianity has been over history? Uh, this question is to get people talking about the reputation of Christianity. They should be encouraged not to limit their responses to their own experiences, but imagine what others might think. There should, really should be a wide range of answers from unimpressive when it comes to hurt and abuse people have experienced at the hands of church leaders to unremarkable when it comes to the experience of church that have been a bit bland for people. It may be impressive even when it comes to someone feeling loved by a church and then ultimately remarkable when it comes to the massive impact Christianity has on society, hospitals, schools, education, charities, care, mission work, shaping attitudes of whole governments and uh, governing that sort of thing. The second question is read 13.31-32. How do you see the kingdom to be like a mustard seed over history? Who are the birds of the air? Uh, where this question says over history, make sure you begin with Israel's history and not just the history of Christianity. Israel has been one of the smaller nations worldwide, but certainly the smallest compared to the ancient superpowers of Assyria, Egypt, Babylon and Persia which surrounded it. The superpowers of the day were often described as great trees. See Daniel 4, 19, uh, where Nebuchadnezzar is a great tree, or... Um, Ezekiel 31, where Assyria is a great cedar. Now, Jesus describes Israel as a tree. The problem is the mustard seed is, one, not the smallest seed, and two, it doesn't grow into the greatest tree, and yet Jesus says it does. We need to let Jesus speak broadly when it comes to botany and not miss his theology. The mustard seed does grow large, but only into a large bush, nothing like a cedar tree. The point is, Israel looks unimpressive, but will become the kingdom where all the nations, or the birds, will find refuge. So superpower cedars are bigger and more impressive than the not-so-big bushes. However, this bush will outlast all the cedars. The superpowers eventually become extinct. Uh, the existence of Israel, interestingly enough, is a problem for historians. Many can't work out why other nations from ancient times, bigger and more powerful, didn't last and are extinct, but Israel remains the same. Just ask the question, when did you see, the, when did you see your last Babylonian uh, walking down the street? Jesus' kingdom looks small, but over history has become the largest and fastest growing faith on the planet. Now, your group might look small, but put all the groups meeting today in Jesus' name together and it would be more than the population of many large nations. But you could miss that if you weren't looking closely. Question three is read chapter three, uh, 13 and verse 33. How do you see the kingdom to be like yeast, hidden but influencing the world over history and in your experience? Again, start with Israel's history where the mustard seed is small, the leaven, or yeast, is hidden. It's hard to work out what Jesus is saying here. Uh, leaven does not have a good reputation in the Bible. It is bad. And in the, Passover, the Passover required getting rid of all the leaven as it slowed down the bread-making process and the people needed to be ready to leap up and leave Egypt. 
at a moment's notice. And also Jesus says to watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees. And Paul says yeast is like a bad influence. It permeates if you don't get rid of it. You can see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. So I think possibly Jesus is putting a bit of a twist here. Uh, God's prophets were considered over the history of Israel by the people as bad influences. The people didn't listen to them. They killed them. They buried them. They didn't receive them well. Uh, the people considered the prophets and Jesus, for that matter, as yeast to be rejected. However, even though the people rejected the prophets and Jesus, their words still worked as yeast permeated through the nation. Now I'm still thinking about this one. I wonder what you come up with in your group. But possibly there is a twist when it comes to that idea of yeast. The next question is question four. Read chapter 13, 34 to 35. And in study one, we explored the reason Jesus spoke in parables to the crowd. Now Matthew will add that Psalm 78 is being fulfilled. Now, what does Psalm 78 add to the why parables question? Uh, I've got it in three parts. First, read Psalm 78, 1 to 8. What is the future hope anticipated here? Well, at the beginning of the psalm, the next generation is going to be told of the marvellous deeds of the Lord. Uh, maybe they won't make the same mistakes as every other generation. Point B is read Psalm 78, verses 9 to 66. Well, at least skim read it. That's a lot of verses. Uh, what is the past experience? Well, th these verses really read as a catalogue of Israel's unfaithfulness. So every generation beforehand became unfaithful. How much faith should they have in the next generation? Read, uh, C, read Psalm 78, verses 67 to 72. What or who is the real hope of Israel? Well, in Psalm 78, these verses, Psalm 78 says the solution uh, is that God will raise up a new shepherd king, a new David. And we get to see that in the person of Jesus. Uh, question five. The first readers of Matthew would have witnessed Israel's rejection of the Messiah, but also the explosive growth of the church. The challenge to them was to be good soil. Uh, are you challenged in the same way? What will you do about it? Now, this question might seem like it should have been asked in study one about the sower and the soils. I'm just trying to keep the links between the passages so that we don't isolate what Matthew has incorporated. Uh, the, these parables go together. People will be tempted to determine their allegiance and commitment to Christianity based on their perception of it on the surface. You know, we just uh, have a small church. Uh, we're just a little group. We're not very impressive, but faith will see God working astoundingly. And so when seeing that, we'll determine to be the good soil, to be people faithful and uh, a good harvest. Jesus' kingdom is growing if you look carefully, and it is a place where every tribe and nation is finding a home. Well, that's it for study, chapter, uh, study three. I hope your group is going well. Please feel free to send an email or message if you do have any questions about any of the study questions. I'd love to be able to help you in even more ways than this. Praying your group goes well. May you be well blessed. See ya.